This is Viterbi Voices, the podcast, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more directly from our faculty, students, and other members of the engineering community here at the University of Southern California. This is episode 87 featuring my good friend, Tim Marino. You're going to quickly learn from this episode that Tim doesn't shy away from trying new things. This ranges from a bunch of activities, from recording this podcast you're about to listen to, to adventuring into new cities for school and work, to switching majors to figure out his passions, merging together finance and energy. So let's get on with the episode. Okay, so this is episode three of our summer series. We're joined today with Tim. Um, Tim, could you introduce yourself, your name, your major, and what year you are? Sure. So, all right. My name is Tim, and I'm a rising junior studying industrial and systems engineering with a minor in petroleum engineering. Awesome. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today, your summer, and with that petroleum engineering um, emphasis. So, Right now, we're recording remotely. Uh, I'm currently in Irvine, California. And Tim, where are you right now? I'm in Newcastle, Wyoming. Interesting. So <laughs> could, you, uh, could you tell the audience a little bit about what you're up to this summer, just kind of internships and different stuff you've been doing on the weekends? Yeah. Um, well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I'm working most of the time. Actually, I guess almost the entire time. But um, the layouts or the layout of my internships this summer kind of has me moving all over the place. So it hasn't really felt like your typical, you know, nine to five job. Um, But essentially I've been working since school has been out. And over the course of the summer, I'll be working for two companies. um, The first of which is Vermilion Energy, which is a Canadian ENP company based in my hometown of Calgary. Shout out Calgary. Um, and I guess, oh, also for all you non-petroleum folk that that probably means very little to, um, ENP stands for exploration and production. And it, um, it kind of categorizes all upstream oil and gas business, um, essentially responsible for, you know, locating and gaining ownership of oil and gas reserves and then taking it out of the ground. Um, and then the other company I'm working for is Lime Rock, which is a private equity firm in Houston. Um, focused on advising upstream oil and gas companies. Oh, and I keep forgetting, but maybe the most exciting part of the summer will be at the end because the last week before school starts, I'll actually be back in LA and going off to camp as a counselor for Camp Kesson. So I always have that to look forward to as well. Awesome. And for the listeners, could you explain a little bit what Camp Kesson does uh, at that camp and during the year? Sure. Um, So Camp Kesem is a big organization um, that, I mean, it's spread out across lots of schools across the states. Um, But we have a chapter at USC and it's a group of students that, I mean, we meet throughout the year and kind of get ready, um, get prepared as counselors to go to camp because, I mean, I don't really know how to be a counselor. But um, the camp itself is for kids whose parents have been affected by cancer. Um, and so, yeah, so we had these meetings throughout the year to, you know, get ready to, well, deal with kids and then, um, we'll be off to camp in August. Cool. Cool. And, um, so could you speak a little bit more about your internship or I guess this internship that you've already completed and just about the tasks you've done and about your future internships and what you expect to do with those? Sure. Um, so the internship I've been doing for the past, I guess it would be seven weeks now, um, is with Vermilion Energy, 
which is an oil and gas company based in Calgary, but they're really a very international company. Um, they operate in Canada, they're in Australia, um, France, Germany, Ireland, they're in Eastern Europe, and of course, they're here in the States. Um, so yeah, kind of all over the place. Uh, but I'm working for their US business unit, which is headquartered in Denver and operates in the Powder River Basin out here in Eastern Wyoming. Um, and so again, that's where I am right now. And um, I guess for this internship, um, it's been, it, it's kind of divided into two parts. And I mean, it's, it's, my whole summer is kind of a little bit all over the place, but the first term out here has been a field term and I've really had two main responsibilities. Um, the first being to collect daily tracer samples of produced oil from recently completed wells. And the second is an asset integrity project, which is essentially kind of like an audit where I've been collecting and organizing the data from equipment on all the well sites, um, as well as kind of assessing the condition of current assets and suggesting what I think should be replaced. Um, and uh, there was actually also supposed to be a frack on hand uh, during my term out here, which would have been you know really exciting, but it actually got pushed back to next week. So I'll just miss it. Um, which also now that I'm thinking about it might be somewhat fortunate for some of our California listeners who I can just picture <laughs> clenching their fists from hearing the word frack. <laughs> and then, so w- with this company I'm with right now, there's also an office term at the end of summer. And I'm not entirely sure what that will entail, but um, I know for certain that I'll be organizing the data I've collected out here at some point and uh, storing it in files and that there will be some sort of end of summer presentation as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Very cool. And um, so what do you think you've taken away from your internship for the past several week, seven weeks um, working at this company? Um, well, first and foremost, maybe that uh, living away from cities is, you know, very difficult. <laughs> um, but in terms of the internship itself, it's um, it's really just been a good overview of kind of um, field production for oil and gas companies, kind of actually a lot of which I imagine you would be learning in the petroleum classes that um, I will be taking going forward um, for my minor. But um, really, it's just been like a good experience to shadow um, oil field workers out there and see what happens on a on a daily basis and actually, you know, you know, see the the big machinery at work and how things are done maybe a little bit differently than, you know, the way they teach it in class, because that's certainly a reality. Um, but more than anything, it's just been a very good, like, overview and practical internship, I suppose. So I guess you have, like, a pretty interesting background of what you kind of talked about, about living from city to city. So for our listeners, could you explain uh, where you're from, I guess, and then going to school in LA and then living out in Wyoming? <laughs> Did you ever imagine all this when you're applying to colleges and high school and everything? Uh, yeah, I mean, certainly not. And I certainly didn't imagine I'd be, you know, all over the place as much as I am this summer. Um, but I guess just touching on the background question, I'm actually originally American. Um, I was born about two hours north of LA, actually in Bakersfield, California. Um, And since then, I've lived in 
I think just about every major oil and gas city in the States, as well as Calgary. Um, and if you couldn't tell, I have a, my, my dad's in oil and gas. So this is kind of where it all started. Um, but I've had a little bit of time in Houston. I've lived in Midland briefly. I've actually lived in Denver before. Um, and then, but almost entirely grew up in Calgary. Um, and so getting back to the question about going to school in the States, it was kind of part of the plan all along for me to go down to school, at least somewhere in the States. I had, uh, two siblings that went to Michigan and, you know, there was a lot of pressure from my family to go there, but I was kind of looking to do my own thing and you know, chasing warmer weather. So, um, that's how I ended up at USC. But even beyond that, um, like last summer I worked at home. And so it definitely wasn't like an expectation that I'd be working in the States at all or all over the States for that matter. So it's been a really fun summer and, um, I mean, it's been a great experience working in Wyoming and I'm really looking forward to being in Houston and Denver and LA for the rest of it as well. So how do you think your passion for oil has developed? Do you think it's like something that your dad kind of passed on to you or is it something that you kind of developed through your own understanding of what you want to do with engineering? Um, I think a little bit of both. So Growing up in Calgary, I think oil and gas is kind of unavoidable. Um, and also, that isn't to say that everyone loves oil and gas um, because, you know, it's in our face all the time. So it can usually go one of two ways. But um, clearly, I've always been, you know, at least somewhat interested in it. And um, actually, when I was applying to schools, it wasn't really the first thing on my mind. Um, especially, I mean, you know, Shubes, that I've switched my major a couple times, but uh, I didn't actually, I didn't apply directly into uh, industrial engineering or the minor in petroleum for that matter. So it wasn't necessarily the thing I was seeking out when I was going to college, but it's kind of always been an interest of mine. And then, you know, since switching my major um, a couple times and <laughs> refining my career goal, it, it's just kind of become clear that this is probably um, the direction I, I'm looking to go for the time being. Yeah. And so can you just speak about this path of going through different majors and I guess just touch briefly on the process of changing that major at USC? Yeah, definitely. Um, so fun fact for our listeners out there, but I've switched my major three times for a grand total of four majors. Um, I actually applied as a biomedical engineer, um, but wasn't completely sold on it. And then at orientation, I remember flipping through that undergraduate handbook that Viterbi gives to everyone. Um, and I saw computer science and business as a joint major. And I was like, heck yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounded awesome. And I had a brother who was a rising senior at the time as a CS major, and he was uh, working for Microsoft the summer before and doing really well for himself. And I kind of just thought, you know, why not? <laughs> but, you know, looking back now, I wish I could go back and give myself a nice thump on the head. <laughs> 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 Which honestly isn't to say anything bad about CSBA. I think CSBA is one of the coolest degrees offered at USC. And I would have loved for it to work out, really. Um, but I realized pretty quick that I wasn't so into coding which I figured might have been a problem <laughs> as a CS major. 
Um, but, and I also kind of wish I gave biomedical more of a chance because I think it sounds pretty cool, but I, I mean, I guess I got two years left, so who knows? <laughs> Maybe another um, switch coming up. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, after my freshman year, I switched to chemical engineering and, um, yeah, that one didn't go so well either. Um, again, I, I feel like I really liked the idea of chemical engineering, but, um, maybe my expectations were a little bit off. Um, I don't know where it sounded appealing because, you know, I liked chemistry in high school and it was one of my stronger subjects, but I soon realized that, and this is something that I think you're probably pretty familiar with at this point, Shubes, you know, chemistry and chemical engineering, two very different beasts. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Exactly. Um, And also another big reason I went into chemical in the first place was because of the interest in oil and gas and the fact that with ChemEng, you could tack on a petroleum emphasis, which I thought was really cool. Um, But again, after one semester in chemical engineering, I was not so into it. And um, so this led me to my most recent and hopefully final switch into industrial and systems, which just happened at the start of last semester. And, uh, yeah, let me tell you, this one has been a dream come true. (laughs) I could not have been a better fit. Cool. And so, yeah, thank you so much for speaking about, I guess, your experience within your industry and just about your time at USC within different majors. And so we'd want to end off this or end this episode with what kind of advice would you give to prospective students that want to work in the oil industry um, and just what kind of steps they should take or what kind of resources that USC provides? Sure. Um, you know, that's a, that's a good question. I think for any engineering student who's interested in oil and gas, um, I guess there's kind of two paths you could take or that I'd advise taking um, kind of depending on what you want to study for your actual major. Um, if you're diehard oil and gas and you know, you know for certain that this is what you want to study and this is what you want to do for work down the road, I'd probably recommend doing the chemical engineering degree with the petroleum emphasis. Um, And the reason being, I would imagine this path would cover the most bases in the oil and gas industry. You'd get to take all the petroleum classes offered to undergrads and also you'd get the chem-eng classes like separations and viscous flow that I imagine would, you know, contribute to a better understanding of oil and chemical processes at large. And I mean, you've taken those classes, Jeeves. Do you think they'd help out in in those scenarios? Yeah, exactly. Um, for a separations class, um, we actually had a field trip down to, I believe, the Chevron site um, on a Saturday morning, I think. And our professor just took us out on a couple of vans, and then we just toured the site. Oh, it was pretty cool. So cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a huge refinery right by the school. So, that, oh, that's awesome. Um, going back to the question, if you're not sure or if you're interested in any other engineering degrees, the second way you could do it um, would be to do kind of what I did. Um, pick the major you're interested in studying. And I guess keep in mind, you don't have to switch your major as many times as I did. Uh, but then pick up a petroleum engineering minor. Um and in this way, you get the same petroleum classes that any chem-eng petroleum emphasis student would get. And you have, you know, your other major on the side to satisfy your other interests, um, which I think could be accomplished in, in any degree. You could be a biomedical engineer with a petroleum minor or 
I mean, I guess you could have done, or I could have stayed CSBA and got a petroleum miner. I think there's always, almost always room to squeeze in a miner. So that would be the other way to do it. Um, and actually, I, I got a really interesting take on this from our good friend, Bria, um, who I guess mm-hmm. for everyone out there who might not know, she's working for um, Viterbi Admissions next year. Um, but what worked with Shubes and I last year, and she just texted me the other day about the petroleum miner and um, eventually brought up the fact that when she applied to USC, she wanted to minor in petroleum engineering, um, which at first I thought was crazy, you know, because she was an environmental engineer. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought about it and I really think it'd kind of be a brilliant idea. I mean, especially with, you know, all the growing regulatory that are placed on E&P companies, I bet like they'd be dying for someone with that background. So that's always a cool idea too. But yeah, getting back to the question, um, if anyone listening is interested in oil and gas, USC has actually got a pretty good um, setup for it. Um, I think people usually tend to associate petroleum engineering with, you know, those big Texas and Oklahoma schools but I certainly wouldn't count USC out because we've got a big petroleum engineering graduate program, which trickles down into accomplished professors teaching the undergrad classes and really good um, student resources. Um, and I mean, through the Society of Petroleum Engineers on campus, I've got to know some of these grad students who've really been you know, great people and brilliant students and um, actually all come from like the coolest, most diverse backgrounds. So it's pretty neat getting to know them and especially through student orgs. So we've we've got a pretty, pretty good setup for oil and gas at USC, which I think is pretty unique um, in California. Tim, I think those are all our questions for the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. And yeah, just have a have a great rest of your summer in Houston and Denver and at Camp Kassam. Thank you, man. I'll uh, I'll see you back at school. All right, later, buddy. So that's our episode for the week. I hope you're all able to learn something from this episode, whether it be about the oil industry or about Camp Kassam or getting out of your comfort zone. Be sure to keep tuning into these summer episodes by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts or following us on SoundCloud. I hope you all are having a great summer, and as always, fight on.